John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. Listeners, I'm very disappointed to uh, report this, but just like 10 seconds ago, before we started recording, I'd pressed record, and then John did a little guff, (laughs) and I said to him, (laughs) you <laughs> just done a little guff and he said yeah but he hadn't pressed record yet so i'm afraid well, nobody wants to listen to that <laughs> oh um, they would love it <laughs> those filthy listeners we have <laughs> to be fair i i went to mediterranean style restaurant that's like lebanese food so i had like a tasty s- spicy beef goulash thing so there could be more action today <laughs> <laughs> not the it's the beginning not the end yeah do you, I, I wonder if this was anyone's first time listening to the podcast and the first thing they've heard is a, a little convo about a small guff and they've just gone no, no. I, I don't think we'll be no. carrying on with that podcast <laughs> what's been going on with you house hunting uh trying to find somewhere to live but it's just soul destroying the uh the housing market in the uk is mad I don't like the fact that, uh, listeners, John's in in England and I'm in Japan. And this is supposed to be John and Sam in Japan. We Mm. were both at the start, but John left and he's never returning. And the fact that he's buying a house in England doesn't fill me with great hope that John and Sam in Japan is going to become once again a legitimate, actual, (laughs) official thing. No, I think, well, it's just because rent is even worse so if you get a mortgage so for example the kind of house prices we're looking at mortgage is about 500 quid a month rent it can be up to about anywhere between 900 to over a thousand pound a month just for wow yes yeah, it's, it's absolutely nuts but yeah we've seen some horrendous sights <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we went to one house and i had to actually stop the estate agent and said did somebody die in this house because there was it stank and there was like a sort of human shape on the carpet <laughs> oh my god like an outline from yeah. a movie <laughs> like somebody just sort of died and just been left to rot on the carpet <laughs> on friday we went to look at a house and we didn't even look in the house in the end because we got there about 10 minutes early so i've got out of the car this guy on a like a really expensive electric bike came flying down the street looking like an absolute drug dealer, pulled up in the house next door, uh, got, <laughs> off the, got off the bike and for some reason just went, woohoo! And so he could go look to me oh. and went, uh, maybe not. Oh, and we're then, not living here. <laughs> so that was like an end terrace house. So we went round the back to see what round the back was and it was just, it's like a fake, uh, I, don't, I suppose I'd describe it like, it looked like a scrapyard that had been sort of a fake scrapyard to possibly hide illegal activity uh, so, what 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 made it stand out as fake what what kind of made it a little bit suspicious so there's just like two abandoned looking garages but they had brand new locks on um and uh. there was bits of sort of debris kind of 
stacked so it would be very hard for anybody to drive up to it very quickly you know like if the police were raiding it or something um but then on the house on the other side of the wall the the back garden was just filled with bin bags full of vodka bottles and uh pizza boxes so i just said to Rico, nah, we're not doing this so knocked on the door and said to the woman hey uh we're supposed to have a, an appointment but it's just not for us thank you very much <laughs> just left oh <laughs> really yeah the, the the not wanting to live next to a vodka drinker that's not a political comment on the current uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> European situation is it to be fair if they'd have tied it up if they'd have tied up the garden I'd have probably joined them but it was just no <laughs> but it looked like there was just rats yeah. <laughs> the potential for rats yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the worst part of that is the guy saying woo-hoo, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Well, across the road as well, one of the houses just across the road um, just had a skeleton in the window, like a full sort of one that you'd use in a biology class just on the in the front window, just a skeleton. It wasn't like Halloween or anything. So, know, just... Well, you're hoping it was one that they used in a biology class. <laughs> yeah, so... It actually reminds me of when, when we bought the house we're in now, the plot of land behind us was empty and they were trying to sell it for someone to build a house on there. And I used to try and be the vodka bottle <laughs> pizza box guy to put off people building the house because it kind of would have start blocking our view. Yeah. So, <laughs> whenever I was home, if I saw the the guy, the estate agent, showing people the land. I would run out there and say hi, hoping <laughs> they were racist and not want to live next to a foreigner. <laughs> Hello, Nihongo Dekimasen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it worked for a while, but unfortunately we got some uh, people who are not racist who moved in. So um, it's kind of, you know, pros and cons of that, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go back to something you said a bit, little bit earlier when you, you you said you were at the house and the the what the smelly one with the kind of outline of yeah, a yeah. potential dead body on the floor. If you you said to the estate agent, uh, "Did someone die here?" What was his response? What did he say back to you? He was like, "Oh, legally, if they have, I have to tell you." So they haven't. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, they uh, well, they actually died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Well, that's what I thought. I thought, yeah, as soon as they crossed the threshold of the front door. <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. He's he's obviously yeah. he's an experienced uh, agent. <laughs> and you mentioned earlier before we started recording, you're off to see another house today. Yeah, another cottage somewhere. High hopes for it. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it looks nice on the. They always look nice on the picture, don't they? And then you turn up, and it's next to a fucking <laughs> junkie squat or something. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, do you have an address for it? It's not. Uh, it's not on Cromwell Street, is it? <laughs> no <laughs> bit of a Fred West callback joke <laughs> don't know how many of our listeners are going to get that joke <laughs> you know, quite quite anglo-centric I suppose <laughs> uh, no, I think most normal people don't really know about that stuff anymore anyway do they I mean everybody's heard of <laughs> Fre- heard of Fred and Rose West but I don't know if they remember the address who's <laughs> <It was> sicko <laughs> John, 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 Sam, in Japan. This is JNSNJ News.
All right, so now it's time for the news part of the show. Go on then, Sam, what have you got for us? Uh, well, when we, when I, I don't know how you find the news stories for this sex job, but when I find this the stories, I basically type in uh, funny stories or weird stories into Google and just see what comes up. And I typed that into Google this week and it just came back with a result of nothing funny happened in the news this week at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. It just fucking doom and grim. gloom. Grim. <laughs> fucking yeah. grim. But uh, for the sake of our listeners, I've delved in, delved in deep, <laughs> which is an appropriate <laughs> pun, actually, um, as deep as I can to find something that lighthearted. And uh, I've got it here. It's a review of a product. It's a new story from Wired, uh, the website. John, I sent you a picture of it uh, before. Yeah, I didn't open it because... Can you see... Jumped. Yeah, can you still see the picture? Yeah, just want you to look at the picture. Uh, right. Hold on. Okay, yep. Right. So I just, I'd like you to first describe to the listener what it looks like and then uh, kind of guess what it is and how it might be used. Uh, okay, so it's like a missile shaped pink object with a, like a rectangle cut out the middle of it. Uh, that's one of them. Then the second one's like a sort of a circle uh, with a hole in the middle attached to another circle, uh, so they're perpendicular to each other. So I had no idea how or what you were going to do with that, how you were going <laughs> to insert it. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is the shape of a, a, an insertion item, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it, is, it is a sex toy. Um, let me read you the start of the article. It, it, the, the article starts off with... We definitely live in the worst timeline, but I'm glad I get to see things like this. My friend... Oops, fucking pop-up. No <laughs> thanks. Uh, my friend messaged me along with a link to the Baldo. So this item is called the a Baldo. Right. Uh, it took me a minute to comprehend what I was looking at. It is a sex toy, and that's about as clear as it gets. The company's site described it as a ball dildo. Right. Now, can you have a little guess about how this might be used or what it is? So you're going to shove your balls through the middle of it and then insert your balls into somebody with that thing. (laughs) I mean, have you got one? (laughs) No. Oh. Because you are, you've basically hit the nail on the head. Um, the company's site described it as a ball dildo that allows you to penetrate your partner with your balls. What? <laughs> which, <laughs> which not only raised uh, new questions, but unanswered so many questions about sex that I thought I previously understood. So the uh, author of this article said they had to know more. Is, this, is it an American company? Uh, I'm not sure if it's American. I mean, uh, I think we could probably assume it is. Yeah, <laughs> it says um, they in the article in the Wired article they link to the full um, 
plethora of information uh, about this thing, which includes both cartoon, like how how to use it, I suppose, featuring both cartoon and real fallacies. Um, But I'm going to read you the short version, which is here on Wired, and and how it's supposed to work. So according to the creators of the Baldo, the skin of the human scrotum has a surprising number of nerve endings across its surface. A surface. An amount comparable to the vulva. Uh, Baldo's marketing materials repeatedly remind the viewer, uh, and yet again, according to Baldo's marketing, said nerve endings have gone underutilized in sex. Uh, the ball, the ball bag, <laughs> nerve uh, endings. Right. Uh, some sort of in this video thing, some sort of exuberant voiceover asks two excited cartoon scientists and one inexplicably more excited cartoon naked man uh, what could be done to solve this e- egregious oversight. <laughs> Uh, the answer is uh, the Baldo, which is a bullet-shaped sex toy that transforms the testicles into a penetrative, penetrative member like a phallus. Uh, I, I'm just not sure about this at all. Nah. Uh, it says, a person can slide their balls into this harness uh, as, where as, as well as a pair of accompanying spacers. I don't know. <laughs> In... In order to form an object rigid enough to be inserted into, and I quote, an orifice. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, however, the Baldo also is intended to leave the scrotum exposed, which I think is the bit that you said was cut out like a rectangle earlier. Yeah. Um, at least on the sides, so the wearer can still feel simulation. So, so far, John, how interested out of 10 are you in getting a ball though uh, it's making me feel sick it's just fucking weird <laughs> so, I told you it was difficult to find a light hearted news story this week yeah when you see shit like that I just think do I want Russia to win this war just this culture <laughs> this culture war maybe 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 Putin clicked on wired and then just thought Enough is uh, enough. enough these, <laughs> this needs cancelled. Have to be stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says this. Uh, Baldo claims results in a form of orgasm so new and different that it will take years for the possibilities of ball sex and the associated ballgasm to be truly understood. Ugh, that's just marketing drivel at its worst, isn't it? so and i've got to the pretty much the uh end of this article but the and i really feel like i need to give the uh the author of this article a a name check but i can't find his name or or his name anywhere must be his because he's tried out the baldo all right what did he give it yeah well he said After trying out the Baldo, uh, the author said he is convinced that the utter nonsense of the concept of ball sex and ballgasm is the point of the Baldo, or at least that's the point that the author is choosing to take from the experience. And he actually gives it, because it's a review article, he gives it a rating. What do you think his rating out of 10 would be for the Baldo? One, zero, I don't know. It sounds like fucking... He's 
He's given it double what you thought, a massive two out of ten. Right. So, I mean, he didn't hate it, hate it. <laughs> just no. kind of hated it. <laughs> just shoving your balls into someone. Just, what's the point? <laughs> and, just... I mean, we should probably try and... Uh, uh, link to it in our podcast description. Yeah, I still don't really quite work out how it worked. Like when you look at no. it, like you said, it's like a missile-shaped thing. So, do you think you have to squeeze your balls one on top of the other? Oh, I don't know. Like kind of, and then I mean, it just hurts. Moving yeah. the testicles in that manner hurts. Yeah, that was for sadists. <laughs> Tell you what, if my missus bought me that for my birthday, it'd feel like a right kick in the nuts. <laughs> that was JNSNG News. Sam loves musical comedy. John thinks that it's shit. Sam loves musical comedy. I wonder what he'll make of this. Afternoon or evening, this is the Movie Quotes game. To play this game, you've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? You'll hear different quotes from a film. Elementary, my dear Watson. Just guess which film they're from. It is not a race, so there is no... And if you get it wrong, it doesn't matter. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Just do your best, and you'll... Make my day. Who am I to ask? I am the father. Don't like the truth? Who can't handle the truth? Anyway, play the game. Play by yourself. Or invite your friends. Let's get on with the game. It is time for me to say... Please, Sam. And... Here's Johnny! We haven't done this for a while, so now it's time for the movie quotes quiz. So I've got uh, five quotes from a famous film. I'm going to see if Sam can uh, can guess it. All right, are you ready, Sam? So, so this is a is a. You're going to tell me five quotes, and I've just got all I've got to do is name the movie. Yeah. So I'll start off with more vague ones, and then try and get it more progressive. I think by the end of five, you'll definitely get this. Okay. So the first one is: okay. How do you explain school to a higher intelligence? Um, okay, I don't know, but as a shot in the dark, yep. I'll go School of Rock. No, okay. So the second I one... Mean, I, can, you, can, can you see how I linked your quote and my guess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, base, pretty basic thinking. <laughs> yeah. um, so the second quote is a conversation between two people. So maybe it was an iguana. It was no iguana. You know how they say there are alligators in the sewers? Alligators in the sewers? All we're trying to say is maybe you just probably imagined it. I couldn't have imagined it. Maybe it was a pervert or a deformed kid or something. A deformed kid? <laughs> maybe an elf or a leprechaun. It was nothing like that penis breath. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, that's a big chunk of dialogue, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's quite a big hint. So I'm going to say it's a comedy. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, and penis breath. Feel like that's a big hint. Two guys chatting. 
higher intelligence from the before. Okay, I don't know still, but shot, another shot in the dark. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber. No, no. All right. Okay. okay. Maybe he's some animal that wasn't supposed to live. It could be a monkey or an orangutan. What, a bald monkey? Is he a pig? Because he sure eats like one. <laughs> so it's a film and it's got some little animal guy in it or something. Maybe it's a horror film with like a comedic horror film. Do you think this is a film I've definitely seen? Yeah, 100%. 100%, okay. 100%. Ah, uh, oh. it's a classic film. No, I know what it is. I got it. I got, got it. it. Got ah, E.T. Yes, E.T. <laughs> wow, I'm fairly pleased with myself there. Yeah, yeah. Penis breath in penis breath in a movie for um kids for kids. Yeah, well, it was back in the 80s when things were fun. Yeah, well, they've managed to edit out the the guns in that film to torchlights and things like that, haven't they? Yeah. So did you watch that recently then? Uh, Yeah, well, the kids watched it recently. So I was going to, the next, I I meant to start with this quote just because this was very vague and it just kind of sums up how I feel. You must be dead because I don't know how to feel. I can't feel anything anymore. (laughs) 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 And what was the final quote? Was it E.T.? Was it phone home? Yeah. Is that what you're going to give me at yeah. the end? Yeah. <laughs> um, what did your kids make of E.T.? They liked it. They're good. Uh, you know, it's a bit scary, a bit sad, you know, a bit exciting. It's classic film, isn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it with my eldest uh, one or two years ago, probably, and he liked it too. But there are a couple of quite scary bits in it, yeah, yeah. like um, when he when they first find him in the yeah, yeah, in kind the of shed or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, and it's yeah, uh, the music is kind of and the sound he makes, know, yeah, 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 it's good. Uh, What's ET short for? <laughs> 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 he's got short legs. Yeah, he's got little legs. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> that was the movie quotes game. Hasta la vista, baby. Yo, Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two Brits took a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. But someone else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? This episode's burning question is, what what has been your worst ever hungover situation? This was uh, based on when John had his uh, hangover holding his dying grandmother's hand in a kind of very (laughs) somber and serious moment. (laughs) And out of that moment came this burning question. So (laughs) um, what... John, has anyone been in touch? Yeah, so Martin Phillips got in touch on Twitter. He said the ferry from Macau to Hong Kong, one of the engines broke, so he was really slow with lots of ups and downs, and the guy next to me talked non-stop all the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the cherry on the top of that story, oh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete Sedell got in touch uh, as well. Um, he says... 
my worst hungover situation was he got leathered, leathered, very British English, got leathered, very, very drunk at university one time and crashed at some friend's house. Uh, one of the friends was away, so he crashed in his room. When uh, Pete says, when I eventually woke up, I found his house housemates copying copying out his history notes because I'd vomited all over them in the night. Oh, Oops. what? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, said, he said the kicker of this one was that we actually walked directly past my house to get to his house. Sakamichi oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brewery got in touch on uh, Twitter as well. They just said one word, Ikea. <laughs> think, oh, think of all Ikea. Either. Ikea with a hangover. It's just yeah. like <laughs> you feel like your your man like uh pushing that boulder up the hill, a never uh, ending punishment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How about for you? Well, yeah, I I feel like I've had a lot of bad yeah. hangover moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, narrowing it down is pretty tough. But I remember recording, this is like about a month ago, I recorded this to use for the podcast. And this probably sums up like my worst hangovers. <laughs> I came downstairs on a Saturday, no, Sunday morning and just the whole house was just, I had not even a mega hangover, but you could just, just listen. I've got the clip. Listen to how noisy my fucking house is on a Sunday morning. Just listen to this. <laughs> You know, so the best bit about that was definitely your, uh, your missus trying to get Alexa to do something. Well, <laughs> she, uh. she 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 often says that she thinks Alexa's racist. <laughs> She'll be like, Alexa, play BBC Radio One or whatever. <laughs> oh, no, I mean that is a lie. She has never listened to Radio One in her life. <laughs> Radio Two, and it won't do it for her. But, uh, anyway, yeah. So I mean, I've had loads of seriously bad moments with hangovers, but just that kind of one yeah. is pretty evil. W what about for you? Other than the aforementioned grandmother situation, lords. Uh, I think because that. Martin mentioned a ferry. I think one of the, I had in Thailand once, I'd got hammered the night before on Thai whiskey and had some street food, which turned out to be rat. Um, and so the day after <laughs> on this, on this small ferry. No, I feel like you could stop there. <laughs> yeah. This small ferry, uh, just shivering because I had some sort of food poisoning and it was boiling hot. So I sweated, shivering. And this ferry, the the sea was so rough. And for a toilet, they just had like a um, like a giant blue barrel cut in half. 
So I was just, oh just sort of shitting and vomiting and just <laughs> into this sort of big blue barrel that was slopping side to side. <laughs> just had, I had fucking flip-flops on, so I was getting shit all over my feet. Not just mine either. Just thinking, I'm never, ever going to drink again. <laughs> I, I, I am never, ever going to eat rat ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who was involved. And actually, listeners, you, someone, some of you may have noticed, and someone got in touch. I don't have the email in front of me, but they did notice that, yes, that last episode's ending was exactly the same as the previous episode's <laughs> ending because, well, John and I forgot to record one. And I thought, well, no one will notice, but you did. So, so well, well so quality ending. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I think for next episode's burning question is, what's the worst sort of digs that you've lived in? So the worst sort of house or student house or whatever that you've oh. you've, you've managed to find yourself living in. Yeah, I've got an answer for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go look at this new house, see what happens, see what's going on. Fingers yeah, crossed. Good old not... Cromwell Street. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else? <laughs> that, I think that's all. All right. Catch, catch you later. later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast
to make Kia wake me up. Alex. <laughs>